Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Outsiders. You're here for an expressive and freestyle insight into life direction and the impact uh, that those choices have on our health, on our relationships, and in our place in society. And we uh, often use art forms such as film and music and other creative forms as a foundation for us to discuss our topics. And this week, we are discussing commitment. So uh, I'd like to uh, welcome Mark to our uh, regular chat. My name is Zach. You join us here all all of the time. We are the Outsiders. Mark, how have you been this week? Fine, thank Well, fine. I'm doing my best, thanks, Zach. How about you? Very good. I'm still uh, suffering from the effects of the dreaded COVID-19. But yes, yeah, still suffering and still feeling the, the gloom of dizziness. I'd like to know well, your, uh, how you, how, your thoughts on commitment. Yeah, um, yeah I well, I was going to say, hopefully... Sort of, sorry, carry on. I was going to say, hopefully, um, this little chat will cheer you up a little bit, as it, it always does for me. It did last week. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. Absolutely. So, yeah, commitment. It was an issue that came to my mind. I was thinking all of all of the impacts that affect us um, as we call ourselves outsiders. And, and I think one of the main ones that came to my mind um, when I was thinking about this thing was, you know, was this aspect of how I look at the world and interact with it. Um, and somehow the inability to or desire to stay with anything for very long. And that when I say anything, I'm really referring to to work or to uh, relationships. And, and it's interesting because I think it stems back for me, back to my back to my childhood again. Uh-huh. And um, how my father always used to say, you know, never settle for this never settled for that and of course that's exactly what was sort of is a hot wired into my brain from a very early age and um always kind of had this concept that there was a better option around the corner whatever that option you know whatever topic we are talking about and therefore i always ended up the, the slightest hint of anything going tits up or not you know not being as i would have liked yeah to saying okay and therefore at the end of that i became a master of exit strategies that was like the outcome of all of this um, i'm curious to know what your what your view on that is yeah that's very interesting i was going to ask you a question actually on that before i uh, yeah. go to me your it's obviously something you were told in your childhood do you how do you feel about that now if um would it be something that you would say to your daughter, for instance, uh, that sort of advice to uh, never settle, always strive for something? Is it is it something that is a positive to strive for something, or do you feel that? Yeah, it I, I think it can. It, yeah, it can go absolutely go both ways. But I, I really think that the the ultimate uh, satisfaction is to complete a task or to complete a job or you know. Um, this is something I started to force myself with. So, for example, later in life, I, I, I went back into education. I started to study again because I was so I was so programmed for, you know, life light, immediate, you know, gratification in any form, you know, shape or form that I just said, you know, I started to challenge myself 
to complete a task, complete a project. The first thing in in that list of things I did was to write this book of poetry and complete it rather than do three poems and then just bin it and say, well, I can't be asked with it, you know? So that was my first uh, kind of challenge. And I think to answer your question um, with my daughter, uh, uh, it took her a long time to find that thing that she enjoyed, which happens to be, as I mentioned previously, uh, gymnastics, to see her continually show up to events and do it and train and everything really, you know, fills me up because it's not going to be an issue for her, I don't think, yeah. whereas it certainly has been until I challenge myself later in life. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Yeah, I, I have a, a, a strange relationship to commitment, I suppose, because um, I am very committed in relationships, and but not so much in, in workplaces. And I guess I'm not that committed to myself, I suppose. Oh, interesting. Yeah, just thinking about it. Something you were saying just touched on me there with you were saying about your poetry, where I I do a lot of uh, art projects, write books, and uh, some of those books go on Amazon. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they go in a drawer. But I have this mindset that I'm I'm aware of, so I'm able to try and break it where I would finish a story because I just love writing stories, finish a story, save it on the computer or wherever. And once it's stored away in my head, it's done, it's finished. And so I move on to the next project automatically. Whereas of course, after that, any, any fool would tell you that after that, you've got all of the publishing process and marketing process and getting it out there process. And that's, that's very interesting because I was going to cut in there. I think, it, it all depends on your perception of completion, really, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. if you've done the story, then you've done the story. If you want it out there, um, then, yeah, there's a lot more to be yeah. done. But you can just get it out there, and that should be, you know, sufficient. But we've got this, again, we've got all this information pushing us to be making gazillion yeah. sales yeah. and, um, you know, doing yeah. book you know, book events and this, that, and the other. And well, that's the beauty that's... of now, though, isn't it? The beauty of now is that you can do a film, you can do a book, and you can release it because the 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 tools are there now for any one of us to do it, which, you know, like with the podcasts. Whereas no, when was... I was a child creating stories, I'd put them on a cassette, a C90 cassette, and nobody would see it. I'd, I'd make posters and stuff like that, like it was a proper film release but nobody outside that, of my bedroom would see it. But that's satisfying for you is the point, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm saying the outside world is sort of, you know, how many books have you sold and why aren't yeah. you doing this and that and the other? And, and and actually we're all built differently. And I think we've all got different skill sets. And I think this is for me kind of very interesting, uh, this issue, because I've challenged myself to complete tasks. And then I've got this kind of, ego thing going on saying well now just as you said you've got to get the cover created then you've got to start promoting it then yeah. why haven't i sold you know da, da, da. and i think one thing i will just say to, about this which is that i think quite fascinating is when i did the kids book with with olivia um we did i think we did two and i did all these promotional things on facebook and blah 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 well they i mean yeah We've sold books. It's, it is ha- it has happened, and then maybe some of the promotional stuff worked. But the thing that shocked me the most, and and this may be a little lesson here, 
is I got into some group, some network group that I belonged to. And, you know, we were all introducing ourselves, uh, you know, as part of this kind of you know, getting to know you thing. And I'd said that I'd, you know, written some children's books and it, it connected with one lady particular mm. who had a school and she was based in Japan. And she said, I would like to know more about those. So I sent her the link and I just thought, well, it's all very nice, you know, blah, 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 and nice things to say. And I remember waking up uh, just, I don't know, at some point during COVID. And I wasn't literally waking up, but at some point in the morning and going on to social media. And she had posted <laughs> a classroom of about 30 kids in Tokyo reading the book nice I was like, yeah ah that is more that's, validation absolutely and having fun with it than you know whether i've sold x or you know y amounts um so i think sometimes when you're when you're not pushing it yeah organically it finds its its own it way having fun with it i did a it reminded me that years ago i did a children's book i wrote it for my two children who were both nine and six at the time and I went around local schools doing readings at the request of parents from mm -hmm. various organizations that I was involved in. And it was so lovely. I went around, I sold a couple of books that come in, you know, they'd come in with a bit of pocket money. I'd sell a couple of books. But what was most rewarding was standing in front of the, the class. And it was the book is called Pirates versus Fairies. And I did pirate school and I got children's come up and we'd practice being a pirate and that was the best bit that i loved yeah. doing all of that. It, it was rewarding the engagement it was the engagement yeah so it's, it's the engagement it's worth I'm, I'm teaching myself that it's when you've when you've completed a project on paper at home your commitment then has to go a bit further to order yes. in order to yeah. get further out there yeah, because that's where the just, fun is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the engagement. It's it, it. But I just wanted to sort of change this a little bit and, and transfer it to the arts because that's one of our themes is yes. to do this. And I, it was very funny. I think I mentioned to you prior to us doing the podcast that you know I was watching it was on Netflix or something a couple of nights ago. I've got this gammy leg at the moment, so it's easy for me just to give myself an excuse to watch. <laughs> Yeah. watch stuff and um i came across the film high fidelity which i saw about got 25 odd years ago john Cusack. um yeah yeah and 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 the reason i bring it up is twofold one was this is about commitment issues right and yeah. this was about relationships and how he just couldn't seem to what he or he, in fact, he had the reverse idea that, you know, everyone should be attached to him. Yeah. But he did have commitment issues, I think, more in line with yours, um, which you're going to expand on. But yeah, but it brings me nicely to the theme, tr two theme tracks. One that I, I still I love to this day and uh, still play from time to time was High Fidelity, which is on the Get Happy album from Elvis Costello yeah. which again indicates the you know that Elvis had his issues with uh, commitment too so yeah. that kind of made me feel a bit better that it's not just you and me <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's other people yeah. out there with similar issues we are not alone and 
Yeah, and the other one, and then I think I've you know throw the floor to you was um, was another track which was nothing to do with the film, but another guy that obviously has a similar issue is Robbie Williams because he wrote that film uh, film that song Feel. Yeah, where there's the immortal lines of just as I'm getting to know, I'm already you know planning to leave. You know, so yeah. this is kind of also somebody with very similar. It is a self-esteem issue, down a bit. Yeah, it comes from how you see yourself. From my perspective, I suppose, and it sort of uh, links nicely to that, I've got this, for years and years, I've had this idea of being afraid to be alone. And I think a lot of it was stemmed from the this idea in my head that I'd created that I was dangerous to myself um, and I, in years gone by, I was. I mean, I was... I, w- I did self-harm a lot and, uh, you know, drank a lot and all that sort of thing. But it created this idea that I couldn't be left alone. And it's interesting that this should come up, actually, this week, because the last three weeks, my uh, my lovely partner has been away for the majority of the week on training courses and things like that. So I've been here on my own. I've been at home on my own. And... I was fearing it to begin with, mm-hmm. but actually the culmination or the, the the reality is that, you know what, I'm okay. I, I like my own company. Um, the, the, uh, the, the ego and the id or whatever, you know, the, the conscious and the subconscious can get on okay. We don't have to fear each other. There is this, I, I, I felt that I was able to just enjoy my own company and, like you, I sat down and watched some films that, and I, I watched films that I liked rather than um, films that I know that my other half wouldn't like. So it's sort of, <laughs> you know, blokey films in that sense. Just sort of uh, release release my own chains that I put on myself and uh, enjoy my own company. And I found that by doing that and by not living in that fear that I never found that I was bored, even when I wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything. I was just enjoying the space and enjoying my own company and thoughts. So it is something that we can all turn around and adapt. And yeah, I think so. I think we have to check. I think the key here, the learning is to challenge yourself because you know, inside when you're letting yourself have an easy ride of it. Yeah. And um, I I think just going back to relationships, I, I, I was even thinking that there were several times I've been challenged by by the other, you know, the sufferee, <laughs> yeah. you know, as to, you know, why would you want to leave? Why would you, yeah. you know, what's wrong? And, and gen- in most cases, there weren't many massive issues. It was just me fighting myself yeah. and having this kind of preconditioned concept of anything that just slightly wasn't, wasn't right was a yeah. sign. Um, and these are all things and messages that we pick up. They are. When we're much younger. Absolutely, they are. Um, There's sort of, you know, you could talk about perfectionism. You could talk about all sorts of things like that, about what and expectations. And we do find, we do look for faults. We look for faults in ourselves most of the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, through that, I guess we're looking for faults in other people, which... uh, we can change. It's about perspective, isn't it? And and bringing ownership to yourself. We are in control of our lives and we are responsible. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, Zach. And I think we have to keep on challenging ourselves to get better. We do. And, uh, and as we've always said through our previous pods, is that we have to get ourselves better to be better role models for our kids and, yeah. and become better people you know, on, on an ongoing basis. And I think challenging ourselves to shift these hurdles and these internal issues is, is the way forward, really. It most certainly is. It most certainly is. Well, I think we are uh, we've we are there where it comes to uh, the uh, the time limit of this episode this week. Thank you for listening. Any final thoughts, Mark, that you'd like to add? No, I think I've just kind of said it. Really, I think uh, you know it's good to know, as I said, through through the arts and uh, through film and music and other forms, that other people, you know, even well known ones, are suffering and have been suffering with this so you know we're not alone i think is the point we are not, not alone. alone we are no, you're absolutely about, right we're not alone in yeah. this universe uh, of of outsiders and uh <laughs> it'd be great to connect with with more as we uh, expand on our project come to our facebook group and uh like yeah us. we've got a facebook page uh, now Zach, don't we we have, we have indeed looks splendid it's looking cool <laughs> We're, we're trying to look cool. We are cool. <laughs> we continue to be cool, Zach. We are cool. Indeed. Indeed we do. So come and find us on there. Leave some comments. And uh, we will be back next time for another exciting episode of The Outsiders. We'll see you then. See you then. See you then.